Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Doing fine. Doing fine. How about yourself? Um, if uh, You know, hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. I already forgot about that. Thank you for bringing it back. Absolutely, yeah. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. Um, so, Adam, we've got a little different podcast going today because uh, this is not going to be the average, your average nosebleed sports podcast because this week there's no walking stories with Cracker Thug. Right. Because Adam's been walking, but he's got no stories yet. There's no, nothing crazy's happened to him. The Mount Rushmore of Chris's, neither of us did. Uh, and I did not watch the comedy special I was supposed to watch. So we're going to push both of those the next week. Hopefully we have a walking stories after that. And then, uh, and, and from there we will, uh, we'll just talk sports today. It's going to be an express episode. <laughs> an express episode. Ooh, yeah. Easy for you to say. Episode. An express yeah. episode. Uh, but I, I'll tell you what my... I like starting off with with walking stories with Crack a Thug because it brings a little, you know, a little comic relief to start the the podcast off. So instead of that, let's do this. Let's start today's podcast with what is now going to slowly become one of my favorite things to watch on SportsCenter. And it's going to be what pitcher does something crazy because they're being checked for spidey tack or whatever substances sticky substances for them to get a grip yesterday was the first day that this all came to uh came to came to a halt all the st- sticky stuff no longer allowed to use it and were they ever allowed to use it uh there was never anything that said they couldn't okay uh, i guess it depends it, on the foreign substances i mean it's a foreign substance so i mean i guess technically yeah but Everybody did it, so you know it's one of those things. And and if so, Max Scherzer for the Washington Nationals gets asked three times to check him throughout the game the other day against the Phillies and Mr. Joe Girardi, who didn't look so good in the whole thing. Anyway, the thing if you listen to Max's press conference, there's a reason for it. It's not all about spin rate. Right, a lot of it has to do with just making sure you have a grip on the baseball and can throw the baseball where you want. Because when you're throwing at these speeds and and this kind of velocity, we know a little off. It, you know, Adam thinks every pitcher sh- can throw the ball anywhere they want at any moment in time. Right, but obviously Max Scherzer. But I, I, and Max Scherzer says the 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 inning before it happened, he almost hit a guy in the face because he because he couldn't get a grip on a ball. So uh, the pitchers only now, the only way they can get a grip on the ball is with they get a little moisture on their hands, get the rosin, pick the rosin up, pat the rosin on you. The mixture of the moisture and the rosin becomes a little, gives you a little bit better grip. No more spidey tack. Max Scherzer takes his belt off. (laughs) Apparently there was an Oakland A's pitcher who actually dropped his pants. (laughs) Oh. Is what I heard today on the radio. They come out and check, and they're like, "Here, check my glove." They check, they check Scherzer's glove and 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 hat once. Come out and they do it again, and he's like, "Are you kidding me? Seriously, again?" Well, and now these were 
regular checks like that the, that are going to happen all the time. Just regular right. checks that the umpires yep. are going to do, not you know, not being asked by anybody to do it. Just mandated from the league. Now you got to start checking these guys. So then that happens twice, and then Joe Girardi decides, you know what, he needs to do it again. Check him again. And that's when everything blows up. So there's a guy, I think his name's Kevin Long, who's a a coach for the Nationals who coached with Girardi um, and the Yankees. Uh, and apparently he was in the dugout screaming over at Joe Girardi. Really? Effing really? Are you effing kidding me? Can, are you being serious right now? And that's when Girardi jumped up and came up to the top of the top of the steps like he was gonna go beat somebody up. Like he he never was gonna do anything at any moment in time. And that's when you see all the uh, the Nationals guys going, "Oh, hold me back, hold me back, oh, hold me back," because he obviously nobody was holding him back. Anyway, Joe Girardi says, "Well, I've seen Max Scherzer for years. I've never seen him wipe his head before. Never seen him do it. Not as much." Come on, man! Seriously, dude's wiping sweat off of his head. Come on, you're what? Why? What's going through your head at that point in time? I guess my question for you is: Are you on Joe Girardi's side, or are you on Max Scherzer's side? I'm gonna do the regular Adam thing and and kind of say I understand both guys' side. I I I really genuinely do too. I'm not just saying that just to be that guy, but in Joe Girardi's case, if he really felt like it's kind of odd, and he said that in his press conference, like you mentioned. He, it seemed like it was it was odd how he was kept touching the top of his hat or his hair or whatever. Um, and he said he's seen him, he's seen Max Scherzer a ton over the years. He's never seen him do it like that, like that much. And and, and Max Scherzer said he kind of went along with it. He kind of supported that, to be honest with you, because he said it wasn't a very warm night. I wasn't getting the sweat like off the back of my neck or whatever, and I, I the only place I really had the sweat going that I could get some some moisture on my hands was from the, my hair on the top of my head. So he was he was going to his head a lot for that. Um, he said he was tired of licking his fingers because he had the rosin on him. He doesn't want to taste like the rosin. Taste the rosin. You understand that too? I feel like maybe they could maybe like with the rosin if they in that big old rosin bag that you pat and you see the the, the powder come all around on. Maybe now that we know kind of what, you know, because a lot of people probably, you know, it's just no, no, nobody really knows what the rosin is there for. You pick it up, pat it, and throw it down. Maybe now that we know that it doesn't taste good, I've never heard somebody say it doesn't taste good. Now that I know that it doesn't taste good, I feel like we should just maybe like mix a little sugar in with the rosin. <laughs> I've always assumed rosin. I never thought about it, I guess, but I've never. I would say either way, disgusting to taste. Huh. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. My my thing is, so they both are kind of like, yeah, he's going to his head a lot. Yeah, I'm going to my head a lot. That's where that's where I had the sweat. I needed a little bit. I'm using the rosin, and I need a little bit of moisture to kind of balance that out, so I can get a little bit of a grip on the ball. The thing with this is, Joe Girardi may have been telling the truth. He may have felt like there was something going on. But the thing is, you can use this now. The hard part for the pitchers is going to be if it happens, if they check you in the middle of an inning, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Because a manager now has the power to 
if if Max Scherzer or any pitcher is going really good, he he as a matter of fact came out and asked the umpire to check him after a strikeout. So Max Scherzer's rolling, Sonny Gray's rolling, Luis Castillo, whoever you like, is rolling and mowing your team down. Stop the momentum a little bit. Oh, get absolutely. Him, get them a little riled up, get them a little worked up, because these pitchers are not going to like – the pitchers are not going to like being checked no matter what, but if you stop them in the middle of an inning when they got a rhythm going – that's going to be – that's when guys are going to – and that's why Max Scherzer, I think, was so mad about that. I'm sure. I'm sure. So so here's the deal, though. If you're Joe Girardi, right, come on, man. Come on. Don't don't feed me some line of BS about he went to his head too many times. You it's you know. What, what you gonna, what you, somebody going to spray some sticky stuff in their hair? The, that's, that's not going to happen. I think it's the about The sweat's going to get it out of there anyway. But they already checked his hat before that inning. Was it before? Was it? It was before that inning. I don't know if it was before that inning or not. I I can't tell you one hundred percent sure. It might have been the inning before, but still, my thing is, come on, like don't. This is. I'm going to tell you right now that if I was a manager in Major League Baseball, I would never, unless I one hundred percent knew that they somebody had something going on. I'm I'm letting it go because I'm not paying attention to what my pitchers are doing. Y'all do your thing. They'll do theirs. We've made it through base. Baseball's made it through doing this stuff for a very long time. Nobody likes Rob Manford. None of the players like Rob Manford. They all can't stand him. So let's all just say screw his rule and and we'll do our own thing. Well, if they're going to crack down on the rule and you're a manager, you're trying to win baseball games. If, if there's a chance that anybody's – now, there's a much lower chance, I would think, now that anybody's going to have anything on them because there's it's – a clear oh they are clear message from the yes. league they're checking you all the time if you use it now you're not very smart no so they're probably hardly ever going to catch anybody doing this anymore for for a while until they stop checking so much right but yeah i mean I, there are some some gamesmanship things i think and that could could have been what girardi was doing but i'm not i'm not really willing to say He's definitely Joe Girardi was full of crap or whatever, and he was just doing that to mess with him. I I'm on the page of he 100% did it to mess with him. <clears throat> I'm on the page you. of he was ab- absolutely, absolutely trying to be a pest, trying to be annoying to Max Scherzer because Max Scherzer was on in that game. He was trying to be annoying. Guarantee it. Hundred there. It's come on, man. That's that's. There's no other reason for him to do that. He's wiping his hair too much. <laughs> that's guys are using kick it on rocks. Their that's the kick thing. rocks. That's ridiculous. That's that's a that's a big commitment. From well, uh, Max Scherzer said, "Well, then how about this? How about we got they got all these monitors? They hire all these people and have all these monitors to watch us, make sure we have masks on. How about they use those and make sure that p- pitchers aren't putting anything in their hats or doing anything in between? I like that idea." Keep yeah, use that. That's fine. Then you don't have to check them every single time. Check them when they first come out. You got eyes on them all the time. Do you really have eyes on them all the time? I mean, if that's what they're hiring somebody to do, then you got eyes on them all the time. Okay. Right. If you check a pitcher when he first comes into the game, there's no reason you can't have eyes on him all the time. I don't know. I don't know if you really have eyes on him all the time. Do I- they have cameras everywhere? In every professional sport, there are cameras 
everywhere. You go between an inning, you go down into the tunnel, you go down, you go down into the clubhouse. Well, then, then that's the what the tunnel, monitor's there for. Sneak around a little corner or... Then that's what the monitor's there for. We lost him. We lost him last inning. You got to check him. Little 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 buzzer down to the ump. Hey, we you. lost him last inning. He went to the bathroom, whatever. 90% of the time, they'll have eyes on him. The whole time he's pitching, and they can check. It. You're you're right. You're right. If they if they lose, you know, if he goes to the bathroom or whatever, they, then they, they say, okay, we gotta check him again. Then you gotta check him. This yeah. is not gonna last long. This is not gonna last long. Probably this is not. so silly. Pit this the <laughs> Scherzer's like, come on, man, you seriously gonna check me again? Check me again? For real? It's just sweat. I'm just wiping sweat, and he takes his belt off. Like here, check it all. He said, I take all my clothes off. We what all you want to check? I got. <laughs> I have nothing. He did say that. It reminded me that if you were a pitcher, you'd probably do that on purpose. Absolutely. If they came out to me, you just take, yep. take all right. your clothes Here off. You go. Yep. If you come <laughs> out to me three times in a game, oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm pulling a Max Scherzer, and I'm not stopping at just undoing my belt. I'm dropping drawers. Come on. I pull my. I wouldn't pull my my my, my sliding shorts or my compression shorts or whatever. The, the, I wouldn't pull those down because, obviously, you're in a stadium with kids. Sure. But I 100% would, like, pull them out. <laughs> and like come check bring it down in here bud come get your little handful i ain't got no sticky stuff anywhere i mean it might be sticky down there but <laughs> it's been a long hot game matter of fact let me get some of that rosin, let me get some of that rosin for down there <laughs> yeah i need some of that rosin right now i'm getting a little chafed in here so that's the other thing too is another reason i think you're probably right this isn't gonna this isn't gonna last long is because for the last five years the biggest thing from baseball has been trying to speed the game up and all this Every, is gonna do is slow it's it down. slowing it down already um i i don't mind i i don't want there to be uh an advantage like you know a, a foreign advantage i don't want there to be guys to have the opportunity to to use foreign substances to 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 get an edge because it's against the rules uh so fine to bring the mandate down and and start checking guys all the time but you're right it's not going to be able to be three times a game for a starting pitcher and and in in before and after an inning for every reliever or whatever they're doing now it's going to have to be they're going to have to do it quickly and they're going to have to start cutting down as we go along how many I, times they check them i don't know how it's going to work but it's it's not going to last it's just not going to last it's it's the most ridiculous thing and I 100%. Now, only thing I can think of is I can't wait. There's some goofball pitcher out. Pitchers are goofy in the head anyway. So there's some goofball that is waiting to get checked. He's waiting to get checked because he's got something up his sleeve. Guarantee it. He's going to wear like, he's going to, I got underwear with my wife's face all over him instead of like polka dots. It's like pictures of one. He's going to wear something like that and have like Rob Manfred's face on it or like have a pair of underwear on that say like Spidey Tack. That would be so great. Or like an undershirt that says Spidey Tack. And they come walking out like, I got nothing and pull up your shirt and it says Spidey Tack on it. Like, oh, it'd be so great. Or a picture of Joe West on your shirt. Joe West on your shirt. Yeah. Something like that. Or uh, what was the stuff that that stick them? It wasn't it called stick them back in the, that they used to put that back when uh, the football glove was made by everybody wore Newman football gloves. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Yep. They had no extra sticky on them. You had to put those dudes would put the sticky on it. Yep. Yep. And, Tough skin is mm-hmm. another thing like you use mm-hmm. uh, to to like make your skin sticky for like to t- to get taped and stuff like that. Yep. Guys in high school would would put tough skin on their gloves. Yep. Yeah. So it was, was kind of sticky. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, until until they do slow it down or stop checking these guys, it you're, you're right. It's going to be fun to watch guys react because guys are still going to get mad. It's going to be it's, it's going to be, be awesome. Fun. It's going to be so. I'm I'm hoping that Sports Center does like a a daily a daily segment where they just show the funniest people getting checked, and and I want to see the umpire that goes just a little bit further than somebody else and like, come on, man, you've reached inside your belt three times today. It's time to let me get in there. <laughs> I wonder if the umpires have to go through a frisking, like if they had to, like in order to do this, if they like had to go to like a cop, you know, be go to like the police station and go through a class to learn how to properly frisk without uh, without getting a little too handsy. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yep, that's gonna be it. It, it is. It's gonna be fun to watch. Um, no so, we'll, we'll, we'll we might have some more stuff next week about that, depending on what happens. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and monitor it and uh, discuss that further if needed. Absolutely. Which so so baseball is uh, we're hot and heavy into the middle of the gruelingest part of the season. Uh, we'll leave that go for now because we've got playoffs going on right now, and I'm not NBA talking about playoffs. the Stanley Cup. I'm talking about the NBA playoffs. We and, can talk Stanley Cup playoffs if you want. Yeah, sure. We just did. That was good. That was a good. That was a good hockey segment we just had. Just You're now. right. They are on right now. That's exactly <laughs> right. There is hockey. There is hockey. I believe there's hockey going on uh, as we speak. Anyway, so in the NBA, the obviously the big thing in the NBA asked after last night, the two biggest things are are going to be the Sixers uh, getting knocked out and the. 30 sorry 30 minutes that it took to play the last 90 seconds of the uh Phoenix Suns game. Yep, game 2 of the Western Conference Finals. Yep, and, and that ended in you know, a great moment, a, a great play, an unbelievably drawn up play for a team that had zero timeouts left. No timeouts left, but but they went to the monitor for over five minutes. Yeah, they got five extra timeouts. They had, they literally had a five-minute timeout with no timeouts. I, I think I saw they checked in that in that last couple minutes. They checked five plays. They went to the monitor for five different plays. So yeah, those are extra timeouts for for absolutely. So here's my question for you. Before we get into what happened with all that, I I was listening uh, to the radio today, and and there was a good point that came up. If you're out of timeouts, and it's at the end of the game, and you've got these, uh, because I always go to the monitor for everything at the end of every game, especially playoff games and everything like that, it's going to happen. Do, does the NBA need to come up with a rule that if you are out of timeouts, you cannot go, or or even just if they're going to the monitor, you have to stay on the court and can't go past a certain area on the court to get to your coach. So you can't, so the coach can't have a full timeout right there. Especially, especially if you're playing a team, they've got a timeout left and they held on to it. You had to waste your last timeout. Maybe you got caught. Uh, in a trap at the end of the game or something happened and you had to call a timeout, loose ball, who knows, and you had to use your last timeout, you're not supposed to have a timeout. These guys saved one for a critical situation. You lost it. How do you feel about Do you feel like there should be something done in those situations? 
No, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's, I mean, guys can stay on the court and go over by their bench and be coached. I mean, it's, I don't know that there's any way to get around it unless you're talking like a boxing situation, like when a guy knocks another guy down, the referee makes him go to to a neutral corner so he can't Mm -hmm. be coached while the guy's, you know, down. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you make a, maybe you make the teams go to the opposite ends that their benches are on or something. That's what know. I'm saying though. But like I, I feel like that could possibly be something because that's a. I mean that's a. Those timeouts at the end of games are huge to they have, are. and and teams save their timeouts for the end of games. But at the end of every single playoff game, there's. 15 20 minutes of of looking at monitors and you're getting as many timeouts as you want basically and uh what's his name the coach for the phoenix suns um monty williams monty williams draws up a beautiful alley-oop with 0.9 seconds left to deandre ayton who just jumped over that white dude and (laughs) threw it down yeah to win the game and i was watching the game and i had it on mute and i so i i wasn't hearing what the commentators had to say. And I, I have to admit I'm embarrassed by this, but I didn't realize there, there was no goaltend call on an out of bounds play. So, because when I saw it, I mean, when I saw it in person, I right away, I'm like obvious offensive goaltend. The ball was inside, almost inside the rim and he dunked it in. I mean, it was was above the cylinder for sure. But I feel like that. I don't, I, I feel like you can't make a basket from out of bounds. No, you can't. So that makes sense on an out of bounds play that you that you can you would be able to offensive have an offensive goaltend or really for that matter defensive because that ball if it goes in it doesn't count. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's a perfect yeah I don't I, yeah yeah I guess it does make sense for that reason but it's still weird to think that it, it's you know through through the entire game. You can't touch the ball when it's inside the cylinder, and you can if you're throwing it from out of bounds. I mean that it feels he basically like, just ma- he basically just took a shot from out of bounds. Yeah, I mean he threw it to the rim. It was in the rim, and he and DeAndre Ayton made sure it went through. Yeah, he just touched it. it. It seems like there should be now teams will usually guard against that a little bit better. Uh, yeah, <laughs> than they did last night, but than the Clippers did, but. Um, I mean, it feels like if that's the case, then that should happen more often. <laughs> you know? I'm surprised it doesn't. I've thought about that before, but I I mean, I guess in the NBA, maybe not so much because unless you've got, you know, a stupid high flyer that you can time your jump and you just jump higher than everybody else. But really, I mean, but even then, put you're the, gonna... but just put the shot up, put a shot up from out of bounds and, you know, it goes in. All you got to do is touch it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, teams teams will usually bump a guy when he's on his way there, or you yeah. know, so many guys know how to hold and, mm-hmm. and and you know bump guys off their path. But um, so yeah, like I said, usually usually they guarded a little bit better than that. DeAndre Ayton, they they set good screens, and DeAndre Ayton got there, and man, that kid is playing a lights out this entire playoffs hey, and continues it now. This is the number one pick in number one pick in the draft a couple years back and uh never really heard much from him. I mean, you hear you, you I mean, he was a good player, but you know, he didn't turn out to be that unbelievable stud after a couple years and he's showing right now that he is he is that guy. Yeah, he really is. And, and needed very much in this series because because of that 
play. The Suns are now up 2-0, and they won the first two games without Chris Paul, who has been the MVP. I, most people will probably say Devin Booker. Chris Paul is f- easily, for me, the MVP of that team and the reason that they are – They've had the success they've had this year and are as far as they are in the playoffs. And Chris Paul's going to make a big guy better because sure. of the way he passes and can get you the ball in the right spots and you be wide open. So, mm. uh, Apparently possible return for game three for Chris Paul. That would be awesome. They, they would need that. That would be big for them. Even though that was a great win for them yesterday, I mean, not, it, it, it can't be bad for them, I guess I should say. <laughs> Certainly. And even better if Kawhi Leonard stays out. I, I, yep. I, I haven't heard anything about him returning. So, yeah, um, yeah both teams are missing a star. And uh, if, if, if Chris Paul returns and, and Kawhi doesn't, might be lights out for the Clippers. This, doesn't look good, that's for sure. The, it doesn't look good. The Phoenix Suns, who were maybe the worst team in the league two years ago, might be in the finals this year. Devin Booker um, is the real deal. He's not just a shooter. The kid can finish at the rim. He's got incredible uh, ball handling skills. You've got Chris Paul, who's the best fac- facilitator in the NBA. I mean, he's the best. When you talk about old-school point guard, he's the only, maybe not the only, but he's the best old-school point guard left. And that dude's going to get, what? I think at one point in time he had something like 33 assists in like two turnovers or something yeah. at one point uh, when these playoffs started. It's like, that's insane. That's insane. And he's got the ball in his hand every play. Yep. So, and then you got a you've got a really good big man that can do a lot and DeAndre Ayton is very athletic and we saw it last night. So, um I'll tell you what this Phoenix Suns team is for real. I was I was all about I was all about the Lakers knocking them out in the first round, but they are for real. Yep, they are. And then when you get performances like they got from Cameron Payne last night, yep. guys that step up and in Chris Paul's absence and score and uh and play really well, it's yeah, I mean they got a good thing going there. Yes, they do. Well, so let's talk about another. Let's talk about the other side of the, the of the conference. Book. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go over to the Eastern Conference. So, uh, kind of the surprise of the whole the whole NBA uh, playoffs right now. What is going on here? I, my this is what my NBA app just has a weird picture. It's a cool of, picture. It is a cool picture. <laughs> so anyway, um, you've got the Hawks and the Bucks. Left, so you still have your Milwaukee Bucks somehow hanging right. on because because the daggone Nets, the Nets are the Nets. Got it must suck to be from New Jersey. It just must <laughs> suck to be from New Jersey. Or they're in Brooklyn now, but for yeah, years, but still, they... it's Jersey. There, that's just the curse that comes with it. Yeah. So anyway, um, the the unstoppable. Brooklyn Nets go down to the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sorry, not the Atlanta Hawks, to the Milwaukee Bucks, who I said it would be a gentleman sweep, uh, 4-1. Adam uh, made it very clear that he did not believe me and then made sure to tell me when he saw me out uh, after they won their first game that that what well, well, the score was. Uh, so the Bucks and, and the Hawks are playing now. Atlanta is up 1-0 in this. I don't even know what to think about this Hawks team. So they just won game one. They won game one. Sorry, yeah, to Man. spoil you, spoil it. So Trey Young goes into New York and just causes a ruckus. Right? Mm-hmm. He 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 becomes Reggie Miller <laughs> yeah. in in 
in uh, Madison Square Gardens. That was so much fun to watch. But then they come out in Philly, and the process we've been talking about for a long time. And this was the year for the process. I took the Sixers. I had the Sixers winning it all in the East. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think the Sixers are in some turmoil right now. They certainly are. Doc Rivers was asked point blank at the after that game was over. Can Ben Simmons be the point guard on a championship caliber team? And Doc Rivers, the players coach of all time, said, "I don't I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that. I'm not really sure." Whole, it, you just answered it, bud. Hate to tell you this, you just answered the question. That's a big old fat no, is what you think. Everybody thinks that he has no mid range shot. Any, I mean, he. I've actually went back and they showed they showed uh, there was a whole long list. It was probably one of Ben Simmons' buddies. It was like fifty mid range jumpers that Ben Simmons has made. The guy, of course, we know he can make them. He's an NBA player, but he doesn't take them. He doesn't take the outside shot. He doesn't. He's not your prototypical point guard. He, yeah, he he's not your typical current like modern point guard because sure. he's not a score. He here's the thing, I I disagree with Doc. Didn't necessarily say he's not, but if that's what he's saying, I disagree. I I do think Ben Simmons can be the a really important part. And the starting point guard on a championship team, I really do believe he affects the game in too many other ways. You, I don't think he has to be a great outside shooter. He can still he gets to the rim. He can finish at the rim. He can he can make his little floaters and his little his little baby hooks and stuff like that. He can make those shots. He can he needs to develop a stronger mid range game. But he doesn't have to be a three point shooter to me to to be a, a great point guard or a great player. So, I think he's already a, a really, really, really good player. Does he have to be a? Why does he have to be a point guard? I'm 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 still out on the. I don't understand why he has to be a point guard. He doesn't have to be, but he's a really good passer. And, okay, and I, so is LeBron James. I mean, LeBron plays point guard. LeBron for his plays teams. point guard. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're exactly right. You're exactly right. No, I don't know. It's just. Why, why any more in this positionless NBA that we have? Why do we have to put that? I feel like that is the thing about Ben Simmons. If you stop saying Ben Simmons is the point guard, and you just say he's a four because he's as big as some fours, and you just say he's he's the four, and then he just brings the ball up more often. I mean, then nobody's talking about this. If it's positionless, then you don't have to say he's anything. You don't have to say he's a four or a three or a five or an eight or anything. He's just. If he brings the ball up, he brings the ball up. If he starts the offense, right. he's, so he why can, is that a big deal? He can go. It's to me, it's not. He can he can start the offense. He can if he dumps it down to Embiid, great. If he drives to the lane, that's the thing. He's so big and strong and athletic and quick. He can get. He can use his size against smaller guards. Get into the lane, and then either finish with floaters and in, in, in smaller shots, or kick the ball out. Find or you know interior passing pass the ball to Embiid or anybody else you know in the lane or, or short corner or whatever there's a there's so much stuff you can do with Ben Simmons I feel like it doesn't bother me that much that sure he'd be a way more powerful weapon if he could shoot from the outside but 
He can't, and it doesn't seem like he's ever going to be able to do that, or he's not. He's ever going to be comfortable enough to. do I don't that. think. Yeah, I mean, he's he's hit some threes, and when he hits them, everybody laughs. And when you're here, dude, that's such a mental thing. Absolutely. Shooting the ball is such a mental thing. When everyone and you know in your head that everyone's thinking, "Oh, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot." It doesn't matter if you are a great shooter. It's in your head. It's mm-hmm. already in your head before you ever put the shot up, and you're probably going to miss. He's the one saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't well, shoot, don't yeah, shoot. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. I, I just I feel like the question is unfair to Ben Simmons because to ask the coach, can Ben Simmons be – I mean, first off, that tells me Ben Simmons is gone, right? I mean, Ben Simmons is going to be out of – out of Philly now, right? I mean, he can't. There's no, there's no possible way he stays there. Number one, because of those comments. Number two, at this point in time, the process was awesome, but they've got to be like a, a gazillion dollars over the salary cap by now. I don't know. There, I think Elton Brand is still the the GM there, and um, I, I'm sure they're going to try to figure it out. I, I we talked about it the other day. Um, I believe. Embiid is now eligible for the super max, which is four years, uh, $70 billion or something like that. Yep. Uh, and, and it's going to be, it is going to be harder because he's going to get a max deal too. Ben Simmons is going to get yeah. a max deal too. I don't know if it'll be the super max. Or, it, it could be, but that whatever. has to do with like all, ba- all NBA teams and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but incentives. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, whatever happens, he's going to get a lot of money on his next contract because he's a, a, a valuable player. He's a really good player. He's been an all-star. So whether it's I, – I don't think this series – see, people overreact so much, and that's why coaches get fired when they probably shouldn't and things like that too. Absolutely. When you don't get – when you don't make it as far as you expect to, somebody gets – somebody's on the chopping block or whatever. I don't think and, – and I also don't think – the answer that Doc Rivers gave to that question was a big deal either. I don't think it was a very big deal because – Yeah, but Doc, you're, you're – I mean, huh, bud, it's a long offseason at that point guard that your players will be thinking about that. If you are if you are the player's coach and you, and you do like Ben Simmons and you think that kid is valuable to your team, and especially for somebody who's in his own head about shooting so you know he can – you know, there's something there already, dude. Somebody asks you that question, you just say absolutely. There's a, you lie through your teeth, brother. You gotta do what but, you gotta do. Doc doesn't do that. Doc is as much as a players, as much as the players love playing for him. He's he's also a very he's kind of old school in that he's a pretty honest guy. I mean, he's an honest coach too. He'll he'll get into a star. I think he he is like he he's like Popovich in that way a little bit, and it it, it depends on the player too, but. He'll yell at Embiid. He'll yell at Simmons. He'll get if so. If guys have have a problem, if guys are not doing what they're supposed to do, he'll let you know about it. Sure. And uh, and, you know he'll speak up when he needs to speak up. And and I think he answered the question honestly. But he also in that same interview talked about they already have a plan to make to to make Ben Simmons a better shooter in the offseason. Now is that is it going to work? Has he been doing this every offseason? Probably so. Maybe it's not going to, but maybe it. Maybe this involves a different kind of workout, and maybe it involves going to a sports psychologist. Uh, on my way over here, uh, uh, Chris Broussard was talking about that mm-hmm. on his show. Like maybe it's he needs to go see a sports psychologist and see if they can figure out the mental part because that's the biggest part of this thing. It seems like absolutely. It, yeah. it, it, physically, he's capable. If you watch him, he'll shoot three sometimes in, in warmups, 
it's not like he's got a he's not shooting the ball like like our grandma he, he's yeah. he's got a he's got a regular shot for yeah. the most part it's, it's not bill cartwright out there chucking up threes bill, yeah exactly he's not he's not his shooting mechanics are not all that bad um so it's it's really uh the uh he's got the chuck knob block thing going yep. get the yips. the yips yeah and uh so just work on figuring that out Go to it, you know. Bring in a, a shooting coach if you already have a shooting coach. Bring maybe bring in another guy. Mm-hmm. Try some different workouts, and then try your, the mental thing is the number one is the biggest part of it. Work on that stuff, and then see what happens next year. And then keep using the your abilities that you have that make you one of the best players in the league. That you can number one. He was talked about all year as one of the best defensive players in the league. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's still getting. You know, even if he scores ten points a game, he can also give you ten rebounds. He can also give you ten assists. He's that he's that kind of player. He can affect the game so much that I don't think it's that big a deal that he can't shoot the three. And if he never does, he can still be a great player. And I think he can be on a championship team and a big part of it. Absolutely, I I totally agree with everything everything you said. I. It's kind of a bummer, but I do. I agree. With, I, 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 yeah, I totally do. It's a bummer do. for Ben Simmons. I feel bad for Ben Simmons kind of. I, now, somebody mentioned, I have no idea anything about this part of it, but somebody mentioned that they had heard his work ethic isn't what it probably should be. If that's the case, then, yeah, maybe his off seasons are not what they need to be. And maybe that's why Doc is saying what Doc's saying. You know what I mean? Maybe that's where Doc's coming from. Maybe Doc is frustrated. In the, but that's so much maybe, 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 Yeah, maybe, and who maybe. knows? All we can do is go by what we see, and that's on the court. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, tell Kendall Jenner or whoever or Kylie or whichever one it is, you got to – Look, I, I got to spend is she my still summer date, Is he still dating Kendall? I don't know. Is him and Kendall still rolling? Sure. She was with like three different people this year or I, something. I don't, I don't think Kendall no was, idea. man. No, man. Don't, don't talk about Kendall Which, like that. Kendall, Kendall. She's, was it Kendall or was yeah, it Kylie? No, it was Kendall. No, okay. Kylie. Kylie's the one who's got the baby with the rapper. Uh, I, no. can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, well, Kim. Uh, Travis Scott, I think is his name. Okay. Travis Scott, that's so who. That's a, Kylie. She was the she was the first billionaire. She was the first billionaire out of the family. Oh, with her Kylie Cosmetics. Man, you don't know nothing about guessed, the Kardashians. I guessed Kim, dude. Them ah, girls are the hardest working. That's the hardest working family in all of all of uh, entertainment television. You right can there, send dude. you can send letters to Chris Witt care uh, at uh, PO Box seven one three. Hey, you say what you want. I, I got Ohio. Hey, listen, I will put a I will put an argument up for everybody that says that these Jenners don't do a daggone thing and just they tape their listen, hey, the way they got there might be a little sketchy, <laughs> right? Yeah. That could be a little sketchy. I'm not I'm not gonna argue that, but but they 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 do a little they do a little something something to yeah, yeah. keep themselves going. Their their stepmom slash stepdad you know, was a famous. How does that Olympian. go? I don't, I feel like he. I I feel like. Ooh, I almost said he. I feel like she. Watch it. Is still their stepdad. I feel like. I don't feel like he'll ever. I feel like he can't be considered a mother ever because that it's just because he's a girl now doesn't make him a well, mother or a stepmother. He's a and he's there. He's two of them's actual dad. Oh, is he? Yeah, Kendall and Kylie. They're generous. Okay. 
Ken- Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Oh, Jenner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kar- Kardashian. The okay. Kardashians See, are. Oh, I, dude, I got you here, dude. Let me help you out here. Let me help you out. Let me I help spend you out. zero Courtney, time thinking about this. For some reason, I brought it up. Courtney's the old one, right? She was the one that had the babies with Lamar Scott Disick. Odom. Nope. Courtney nope. was with Lamar Odom. No, she wasn't. Stop. I got you, dog. Hold on a second. I told you I'm going to give it to you real quick. Here you go. Everybody out everybody out there in podcast land, I got you. Courtney was the one. She was with the Scott Disick dude who said his name was Lord Disick or something. That was a was a disaster. Had a couple kids with him. Now she's Now she's dating uh the drummer from the drummer Travis Barker. Yeah, Travis Barker. She's dating Travis Barker. That's the only drummer I know. There you go. There you go. So And Phil Collins drummer. Yes. Uh so that's Courtney. She's the oldest. Next, next is I believe Kim is next, and that's the one who married. Uh, she had the Ray J video. She had the uh, that was the original thing. How that got started. She's the one who married Chris Humphreys, the terrible basketball player. He, she married Chris Humphreys. She uh, she was him. yeah married him like for thirty days or something. They were married. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think she was married to Reggie Bush, but she dated Reggie Bush for a while. She's been married three times. She's going through her third divorce now, okay. and uh, she's going through a divorce with Kanye West. Yeah, relationships are hard. Okay? They are hard, man. And listen, if you had to be married to that knucklehead Kanye West, dude, she tried her hardest. I give it. To, I give it to Kim. She tried her hardest. I mean, go for her. How, how much of it is her fault for? Well, she said, Everybody she even said, she, she, even, yeah, she even said, listen, hey, I love Kanye and he's got a new girlfriend and I hope it works out because she's more of a personal person where I got all my stuff's out on the media, right? Kanye can't handle that. So anyway, so that's Kim, right? And then you got Chloe. That's Lamar Odom. That's the Lamar Odom. That's Lamar Odom. That's so then I don't know the difference between Courtney and Chloe. Okay. Well, there's a big difference. These are all K's, right? These are all K's. Yeah. Okay. So then you got. Because I'm got, writing this down. Yeah, then you got Chloe, right? Chloe is now with she's the one who's got a couple of kids with Tristan Thompson. Oh. Yeah. Tristan hey, keeps messing around T, on her. Third, like the third straight time he's been caught, been caught cheating on her. Come on, dog. Okay. Anyway. Great offensive rebounder, though. I mean, uh, terrific. One of the best ever. And then, last but not least, is Lil Rob. Lil Rob was the one that that was uh had a baby with Black China. Lil Rob. All right, I don't man. think his name's Lil Rob. I think his okay. name's just Rob oh, Kardashian. Rob. Yeah. Was, you just added that. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I just added okay, Lil okay. Rob because he's the youngest. I See, I don't know any of the boys. Are, are That's there, it. That's the that, only one. He's the only boy. Now, Jenner, Bruce Jenner, mm-hmm. then comes into was the picture. He had They had Kendall and Kylie after that. So, Kendall and Kylie are the youngest, but they're Jenners. Okay. Now, Bruce, with another wife, he had some Brody Jenner and some other couple other dudes maybe. that I think he had two other boys that were – with somebody else. One of them was on one of them hills or something on MTV. This I got you guys. I got you, man. Look, we went from like 17 people watching to like none after we started talking about the Kardashians. No, I think it jumped up to I think it jumped up to 2655. 2655. So, yeah, I just I, I let you know, man. I got all this. Dude, I keep my e-news on point. Wow, I keep my e-news on point. You are you are on top of the Kardashian slash Jenner family. Good they they're fascinating to me. Okay, it's Good fascinating how their lives work. It is fascinating. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's fascinating. All right. Uh, so we are looking at the Hawks up one zero in the Eastern Conference Finals now on the Bucks. Trey Young will never have a Kardashian. 
Dude doesn't his his hair his hair game is way too off point. Have you seen the I don't know if it's a meme or or just a picture that I guess it's a meme <laughs> of the <clears throat> it's a picture of a Q-tip with a with like a chunk of hair on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and and somebody put like an emoji face over the the Q-tip, so it's a it's a face with like strands Crazy of hair strands coming of hair. it, and and it's supposed to be Trey Young. What? Pretty funny. Okay, Trey Young, phenomenal shooter guy. You know he is part of this new NBA with Steph Curry, where you just pull up and shoot from anywhere you want, and take the worst shots ever in the entire world. Uh, but they go in, so you're allowed to keep taking them. If you make millions of dollars and your hair looks like that, well, I mean, there's got to be a haircut. Like, just there's got to be a better haircut for him. Or is it now he's like, yeah, check out my ugly locks. I'm keeping these because it's who I am. Like Anthony, like Davis. Anthony Davis in the eyebrow, right? And his unibrow. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I keep it because it's who I am, I guess. Yeah, looks terrible, but if you like it, you know, sure. Just get a different haircut. <laughs> Dude, like, I don't understand that. So I think people are... He looks like a little rat. <laughs> I think people keep talking about because it's actually falling out, he's balding. And and I think if he lets it kind of poof out like that, it it doesn't look as much. Here's the deal. So. If, you're bald, if he's balding, if it's official and then you're telling me the truth... Now me and Trey have another conversation. It's time, bub. Once it, once it starts going, you just got to let it go, bro. You guys get that bick out. It's done. It's going to be there soon. You just got to – hey, you got you to gotta be with the t- – God, nature, whatever you want to call it, is telling you something, right? It's yeah. face the facts, dude. Don't try to comb this thing over, grow some big, giant, ugly rat nest out of the top of your head and cover it up. Or – you have all the resources to get whatever treatments are available. There's all kinds of stuff you can do now. Yeah. Keeps and hymns and all that kind of, there are all these things for, for, uh, I'm sure male. Rogaine's still around sure. and I'm sure they got hair plugs. Bosley, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bosley yeah. hair plugs for men or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can mess this hair up if I want to mess this hair up. That's from right. The commercial. Yeah. From the commercial. Yeah. That guy. Guy goes really swimming. Pronounce all of his words, but it was yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Lord. There you go. So anyway, yes, Trey Young, no matter what his hair looks like, is, uh, I mean, emerging as one of the top point guards in the league probably now. Uh, we're not going to call them point guards. We're just, you know, we don't yeah, have to call I'm, anybody. Um, I'm good with guards. Positions. Call a player. He's one of the best emer- He's one of the sure. really good emerging players in sure. the NBA. Absolutely. Um, so they're up there. Uh, Suns up 2-0. I think the Bucks uh, still. I'm still on the Bucks. You're still taking the Bucks. Still on I'm, the Bucks. I'm going to tell you right now. I see the Clippers pulling uh, pulling two straight at home, even up the series, huh? Yep, I see them even up the series. I see that happening. Uh, I do think Phoenix wins this series, but okay. um, I could see it, man. They're they're still a tough team. They're a very good defensive team. Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think they can. I think they Imagine. could. I think they could still pull it out. I mean, imagine if Kawhi Leonard is there. They they were down. Were they down two zero in the last series? Yeah. Last back and won- two series, I think they series. were down two zero. Yeah. Yeah, they were down two zero to Dallas, and they were down two zero to Utah, and they came back and won that. Were they down two zero Utah? Uh, yes, they were. And then they so then they end up winning four straight games. Yes, they did. Uh, yep. <clears throat> so 
we will uh, touch base again next week and see where we're at there. Could be by next week, we could at least have at least half of the one. finals. Yeah. yeah, we could definitely have half of the finals by then. Um, yep. Not sure if we get the entire finals ready set up, but that means that we can talk NBA finals. Oh, That's right. I love it. I love it. All Very right, exciting. that sounds good. All right, man. Well, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any Mount Rushmore. We don't have any. Um, we don't have the comedy segment. This this is going to be a quick podcast. You're right. Express podcast today. We're just we have them. We're just shifting them to next week. So next we week. give us a little more time to uh, prepare. Help me out. What was the guy's name that we're doing next week? Melinda Hill is the guy's name that we're doing. Next week. <laughs> Melinda Hill. I'm going to write that down because I picked her too, didn't I? You did. Called Inappropriate. It's on Amazon Prime. If you are watching this or listening to this, give it a look. Give it a watch. Give it a listen. Because I didn't. I was supposed to, and I didn't. And then we'll have the – so what did we decide? We decide you can't use me as a Chris, right? So it's you Mount Rushmore that. of Chris's. I'm not allowed to be on there uh, for the simple reason that my nose would take up the entire mountain. <laughs> so I can't be on there. But are we doing just our favorite people with the name Chris or the greatest – like Chris's that have done things? Uh, either way. I feel like we Either talked one. about this like it's your, last week, but I don't remember what we came up with. It's your Mount Rushmore. It's your top four Chris's. They can be famous. They can be regular people. You know? Hmm. Okay. It can be anybody. It can be anybody. All right. I have two written down right now. I mean, I have one off the top of my head. It just pops up every time I think of a Chris. Uh, old big fat guy. Comedian? No, no Chris Farley for you? Chris Farley oh, yeah, didn't yeah, pop yeah. up? Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't one of the ones that I wrote down, uh, but he's... That's one of the first... Yeah. Whenever I think of Chris, sure. I, have, I think of Chris Farley most every time. Anyway, all right, so we'll get that going. So yeah. far, I have... It, it, I, I, I'm adding Chris Farley to mine, but um, <laughs> that's going to be three comedians so far. <laughs> all Chris comedians. Rock? Chris Rock, too? Really? Big Chris Rock? All and right, you're going to be surprised right. by the other Chris. I don't know if he'll end up staying on the in the top four. Yeah. But the other guy I wrote down, you're, you're going to be surprised by. Okay. Sounds good. I'm excited about that. Um, Chris Novoselic. Novoselic. But his name is Chris, I think. I think yeah, it's K R I S T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a K, too. Yeah. Christ Novoselic. Yeah. yeah. Chris, I think that's his. Yeah. Isn't that, wasn't that his name? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think that was his yep, name. From Nirvana. Yeah. Does he play with the Foo Fighters? I don't think so. No, just they, Pat just, Smear and Pat Smear was the one, the one that they brought in for the Unplugged yeah, album. Right. Him and Dave Grohl. Okay. Yeah, yeah Dave Grohl's like, man, this dude, this dude is hiring a kite. I got to start a new band. <laughs> <laughs> after the after the Unplugged episode. All right, anyway, so that's uh that's everything we got for today. So, Adam, if you're done, bud, I think we get out of this thing under an hour for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you I uh, I finally got back. I didn't walk for a couple weeks. I finally got back to it just the other day. Nothing really big happened. I'm, I'm kind of looking around as I'm walking, waiting for something to happen. I'll tell you what, though. I, s- sudden, so suddenly, these cicadas are gone. Isn't it awesome? Do you it's love so it? It's so weird. Yeah, well, yeah, I do. Yeah, I know you. I <laughs> it was you like yeah. I, I, I finally went back out and walked the other day, and I saw... I don't think I saw one live cicada. I mean, I've still got some live ones around the house. I saw we saw I saw a couple today still flying around. Um, 
we we try to grab a couple every day and feed them to the bearded dragon that we got. So okay, yeah, it gives them a little. We don't have to pay for crickets. Don't mm. pay for crickets. That's How right. silly is that? <laughs> I mean, you have a yard. Get you some crickets. Do you know what's a what, what does a cricket trap look like? Yeah, that's not happening. You try to catch a <laughs> cricket. It's like catching a daggone chicken. Is it? What, I, I mean, are we talking a chicken or a rooster or a hen? Or what are we talking I don't, about That's here? a good point. What was Rocky chasing? All three. All three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On the Rocky note, uh, it was wonderful to have this conversation with you today, Adam. I, I had a lot of fun. I apologize for not being... Uh, 100% ready for the extra stuff, but it was, was it was a good podcast. And um, until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.